Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 Tell your chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. And we're back for Ruler 2. This is a special episode. It's episode 66, and we decided to do something big here. We are welcoming in not only Mark Fernandez joining me as always, but the top 10 guys are here. John Roca, Matt Nose are all here. We are celebrating a little crossover episode because you guys correct back on Collider Video, back on Collider Podcast. We wanted to start off. We're going to do the top 10 performances in Star Wars. Top 10 acting performances. Acting performances, acting performances. Yes. Yeah. in Star Wars. So first off, Mark Fernandez, how are you? I'm all right, dude. Yeah. I'm all right. You're you hanging know, in it's there. It's episode 66, so it's a little bit special. It's a special episode. This is episode. our first ever crossover episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we'll, we're going to legitimately use the format that the top 10 guys use on their show yes, right. to dictate who we think are the top 10 uh, acting performances on the show. We'll debate. They'll have their list, we'll have our list, and we'll have some fun with it. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be really fun. So without further ado, John Roca, Matt Nose, how are you gentlemen? Top 10 show is back. Yeah. I love back. this. So tell us yep. a little bit about, for Rule of Two fans and listeners right now, if you haven't seen Top 10 show or heard about it, well, get get behind these guys. It's one of my favorites. It's good. I enjoyed I enjoyed. Well, that's, uh, that's a great on. sell. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's been a long freaking day. My brain is, is what it is. Yes, so, it is. Guys, tell us a little bit about Top 10 uh, Show. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah, yeah. Sales mode begin. Hello, camera. Uh, it's a show every week, whatever the biggest movie is. We set a topic to that, or we have patrons that pick a topic once a month, yeah. and then uh, we create a list around that. That's basically every week. Yeah, yeah. We, we each come up with our own list. We don't tell each other what our no. lists are. We show up fresh uh, as a daisy, and then count down each uh, count down our lists and battle within that. Yeah, and then at the end, we combine our lists into one list, and that's really where the real battles begin. Oh, I see. Flipping that's, fun. that's fun. So we're going to yeah. do all of those things yes. here on the show. All today. this show. That's I mean, right. Technically, cool. yeah, I've got the coin right outside. Yeah, so right, we just get in case. the coin. Yeah, yeah. One is light side. One is the dark side. 
I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so they'll explain the rules once we kick off mm-hmm. the show because I'm excited to even know there was we made our list. Yes. Yeah. And we had our own little debates, but mm-hmm. we did eventually come up with a list that we both agreed to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a nice little debate. You know, we, we gave gave yeah, a little give and take, a little give and take. So it was it worked out. I, I'm sure you guys know. Uh, where oh, yeah. can, ours, and, ours was like 30 seconds. It was. We it was like bing 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 this this yeah. this. You guys have a shorthand. <laughs> we went to reorder one of his picks, so we reordered like that. Boom done. Oh, they're going to show us a thing or two. Well, we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, sure have. There's a shorthand between us and be like, yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to fight you because we've just agreed that's canon. Yeah. That's a law for us. So Perfect. I gave here. All right, I'll yeah. give here. Yeah, yeah. Similar things happening in, on our list, yeah. but we'll get to that. Have you guys done this uh, four-person version of the show before, two yes. and two? So you yes. guys have had combined yeah. lists before? Yeah, a few times. We, we've done it. When we first did the four-person, it was where everyone had their own list, and that show was three hours. So we were right. like, no, we're not doing that yeah, again, ever can. again. Yeah. And, so we, and in fact, Cody, who's engineering this, Cody and Cobster, or Christian rather, had come on to do top ten horror films when we were first starting the podcast. Nice. And we did that as a four-person show oh, as nice. well. So, Cody, yeah. what was number one? I think we had Halloween. Yes. It was Halloween movies. It wasn't horror movies. Oh, was it was a Halloween movie? It was, Hall- yeah. it was, movies it was Halloween movies. How do you make that delineation? Yeah. <laughs> you did yeah. the show. Oh, is he going to be in there the whole time? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was just us. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear this guy? Yeah. Cody, Cody is, a, uh, is the is Cody, the, yeah. those pipes, baby. He, he's <laughs> the best. Cody's he's, the guy in the chair. Guy, yeah. He's the guy in the chair. <laughs> yeah. So when can we find Top 10 now on Collider Video and on the podcast feed? Well, on audio, you can find it every Tuesday when we release our show. So okay. it comes out the same time ours does, and you can yeah. grab it there. And on uh, video, do you, has Thad told yeah. you the specific? Yeah. Well, it's on the Collider Live uh, podcast feed. It'll, it'll be on the Collider. So you can go there now and see our first uh, – I hear our first couple of shows, I think, yeah. by the time this drops. And so – and then uh, it'll be on Collider Video uh, on their main uh, video from what I've been told, or it'll be on the Collider Live YouTube uh, feed as well. But what we do is, for those of you who are patrons, you get the video the day of the show. Yeah. Those who are not patrons, a week later, you get the video. So if you're not a patron, you actually get to enjoy four hours of Top Ten. You can watch us on camera with one list and then listen to us for two hours on a separate list on, on yeah. audio. So Very and nice. Last little plug before we go off here. What What's the patron address? It's just Patreon. Oh, yeah. It's www.patreon.com slash the top ten with the number ten there. Correct. Ten dollars and above. Get the video day of everybody else a week later. Yeah. Uh, Very good. nice. Good support these guys. It's a great show. It's an awesome show. Man. I've been a fan of it. For a long time, in yes, the you first, have, in the first, uh, you. you know, uh, incarnation that we had at Collider, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, these guys came to me and said, "Hey, we want to bring it back," and I was like, "Yes, yeah, know, so let's yeah. do it." So. And, and real quick, for those who were worried that we would do it the way, because I, I know some of our fans were upset a little bit about how it was a bit like kind of uh, cut off or not as long. This is unfiltered, raw, wide open, hour show. So if you were worried about that, no need to worry yeah. about that anymore. Come back aboard. I think on next week's show, we get into the Vietnam War at some point. Yes, we do. And, yes. uh, with Apropos clip. of not of the list. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember putting on the army. Yeah. 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 He nice. army crawled to so, the other side. Nice. To bring it back to the world of Star Wars, yeah. I know Roke is a fan. You and I have never talked Star Wars before. Are you a Star Wars guy? No, I'm huge, but... The thing is, you're huge, and then you see Knapsack face off against somebody and be like, listen, I love Star Wars, but <laughs> yeah, that's geez, next level. Like, that's, it's amazing. And the best part is, every once again, I'll see him and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, hey, this character, he did this thing. What was that thing called? And be like, oh, it was this. Yeah. yeah. And I read somewhere that the jazz players in Star Wars actually play jizz. That's the name of the type of music. And I asked him if that's true. And he was like, it is. And I was like, okay, oh, my I God. I did not know that. Yeah. So. The guy knows everything. Yeah. I asked so what they mined. Note, yeah. yeah. Cloud City. Like, okay, what are they mining? They're oh. mining operations. It's this. Yeah. Like, 
That's yeah. amazing. We couldn't have a better person steering the new uh, revamped version of Jedi yeah. Council. So check oh. that out every Thursday. Yeah. Ken Napsok, Emma Fife, and Ace Cabrera. He, the, those guys are going to be yeah. rocking and rolling. But we are here. It is Rule of Two, and it yeah. is Order 66. It's a special episode. Rule of Two happening right now. Rise. That's right. It's Rula 2, episode 66 here on Collider Video, dropping every Monday. We are pre-taping right now for the holiday, so you are getting this at 5 p.m. on Collider Video and on Collider's Jedi Council Podcast One feed. Thank you, gentlemen, from Top Ten here. Mm-hmm. Mark Fernandez, as all. I just want to get into it. Guys, what are the rules? I want to start debating this. Matt, uh, knock it out. Hold on. Oh, before, okay. before we start, I want to get into a few things. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, like, shit. Oh, boy. You know, since we have a loyal... Ruler two army, yeah. mm-hmm. ruler two army. I am going to give them a little some 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 uh, some love here. A little love. So I know factually. Mm. Okay, I could be wrong, mm. but in my mind, it's already a fact. If you guys are excited about Disney Plus, if you're excited about the Mandalorian, you can actually watch the first episode of the Mandalorian starting uh, Monday at midnight. Yeah, really, really. Yeah, Monday and midnight. Uh, so, the Mandalorian will be available. So when it clicks over to Tuesday, right? Yeah. But, but, so, you know, so Monday, you stay up late. If you're a West Coaster, that's 9 p.m. Mm. On the East Coast, it's midnight. So for all the West Coast really? people, yeah. yeah okay. All the West Coast people that are psyched on the Mandalorian, Monday night, Right after you watch the football game, All right. right? We got a yeah, hot after seat. you watch the football game. Perfect. You already, you already <laughs> orchestrated your entire <laughs> evening, and then I'm going to do this. I just missed it. We got a hot scoop coming in here, yeah. dropping like right in the middle yeah. of Rule of Two. Right after you watch the football game, after you get your Rule of Two in, Rule of Two is at 5 p.m. Right. Yeah. Okay, you get your football, your second half, yep. and then 9 p.m., Boom. lower the wow. lights. Lower the lights. All right. Well, Plug he, it in. Mandalorian coming at you hot. The Dave Filoni episode. Dave Filoni directing this episode. Yeah, he did the pilot. So yeah. the very first episode. Guys, are you just a little on the side? Excited for The Mandalorian? I am massively excited. Yeah, yeah it's kind of hard not to be. This is. Yeah. I yeah. think they, it, hopefully it's successful and they can do this with a ton of different characters. It come, it's come up in conversations yeah. with us. Yeah. Who would you like to see get their own spinoffs? My number one is Darth Vader. I would love to see him hunting Jedis. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you that. that would be awesome. I'm with you. That we could do I think a whole podcast. I think on that. that's going to be in the Obi Wan series. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah. perfect. I think, I think Darth perfect. Vader for a fact is going to show so, up in the Obi Wan series. I got something series. else too. Oh boy, you're just yeah. full of surprises. Yeah. I got something else too. Before we get going on this thing, okay. okay. I love it because a little East Coast comes out every time. Like you know a guy. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I got something else. I got. Yeah. You want another taste? So you like that taste? So I got. I know this guy, right? I got. I know this guy. Who knows a guy? Who knows a guy? Who knows a guy? Right. The guy behind the guy. Another guy, okay, the real um, puppet master mm-hmm. on Collider. Okay, okay, on Collider on the main video channel. We are dropping a labor of love. Yeah, um, that you know what? I'm going to say the name on, on the it. show right now. I'm going to say it. it's called Above the Line. Mm. Yes, okay. it's exactly a brand new. It's a brand about. new show that we've been creating, and you're gonna you're gonna want to watch this. It's 15 minutes of the most fun that I've ever created ever. Yeah, so. Uh, check it out. You know, everyone's been hard at work at this. Mm-hmm. You worked on it. Yep. Frank mm-hmm. Lucatardo's been slaving away at it. Mm-hmm. Lucatardo, I'm sorry, Frank. He's mm-hmm. been slaving away at it. Um, and he's you know, the unsung hero on that you one. Know, oh my yeah. God, you guys, you guys will want to tune in for this because this is going to be an ambitious, ambitious show, and yes. I can't wait for you to see it. I can't wait as well. Uh, you guys are going to flip for sure. All right, gentlemen. All right. Rules, baby. Rules, please, for the top ten show for the best. 
Star Wars acting performances. Go. Uh, the way it'll work is we'll start the set so you can get an idea of the tone. Yep. We'll do our bottom three. You'll do your bottom three. We'll do our next two. You do your next two. Then we trade one apiece. And then after we've both done our lists, we combine the two. Okay. Uh, and that's when the haggling begins. Right. Ah. And the one thing we do have is something called a punt. Okay. So mm-hmm. if our if anything on our list is uh, higher up on your list in terms of going like in the top five, then you say punt. So we don't talk about it until we get to where it is. Same thing. If you have something that's in the lower half of your list, but it's in our top part of our list, then we say punt, and you yeah. can't talk about it until we get to it. So we all talk about it together when we okay. get to the higher ranking. And as we go, you guys can maybe help us out with the yeah, rest yeah. a little it's bit. It's easy. Absolutely. It's easy. But, but it's what if, exactly what I did when I was on your show. What if like, we what have do we do something yeah. or you guys have something mm-hmm. that we don't have at all? Talk then, we, then we talk about it or okay. you talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. As it comes up. Very cool. I love this idea. So, gentlemen, without further ado, because I, I have a feeling we're going to debate a lot. Yes. Give us your bottom three. Um, all right. Uh, so at our number 10, mm-hmm. we chose uh, a Driver for Kylo Ren. Adam Driver. Okay. Um, so what are the rules again? About yeah, if it's in the if it's in eight, nine, and ten, eight, we eight, talk about it. We talk about it. If it's above eight, we don't talk. Oh, we, we Tell talk. us the punt. punt. Then we are punting. We're punting. Wow. Yeah, really? We're really? We are punting. Adam Driver. Adam <laughs> Driver. <laughs> <laughs> Kylo Ren. Didn't Kylo Ren. Sure. Made his list, didn't make mine. Yeah, okay. okay. So, so, yeah. Yeah, so we are punting. We're punting. Yeah. We're punting yeah. I want to see how this lands before I'm like, I'm anointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're punting on that All right. Our number nine then is Ray herself, Daisy Ridley. Not even, yeah. Not didn't even make your list. Those are both his call. Yeah. Wow. He got the last two. (laughs) What? She didn't make my list either. (laughs) She rather. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Okay. All right. Well, I don't understand this. She's fantastic. She's leading this damn. She's great. She's She's great. We talked about her. We talked about her. We've walked. We watched her journey from when she was a young, young buck over there trying to scramble for food to where she's now commanding the force, and she will be the main uh, uh, protagonist in the third film to wrap up this whole trilogy. She's gone through all these different changes in her life. She's played these great moments with Harrison Ford, with Carrie Fisher, with Chewbacca, with the Millennium Falcon. With Mark Hamill, with Mark Luke. Hamill, yeah. she's mm-hmm. t- took Mark Hamill to task. She's not some screaming emo kid destroying a soundboard. She's legitimately no. Shots fired Kylo Ren. I'm just saying, <laughs> she's she's legitimately been a powerful actress throughout. And the fact that she'd only done six episodes of British television before taking on this role is incredible. And there has not been an inauthentic second that she has been on screen, in my opinion. So look, so I'm going to agree with you on the on the sort of mechanical aspects of her acting Ooh. have been good. Okay. okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, I am going to disagree with you that she's had much of a journey. Okay. Because Correct. the second uh, where she says, um, what ship are we going to go on or whatever. I mean, look, this has been the whole story about her, right? Mm-hmm. She's had very little training. She's she's, And maybe this is, in fact, the purpose, right? Mm-hmm. That she's like this magical chosen character. The chosen but, one. But, yeah. but, but her her arc to me... Um, has been a little bit flat, you know. So she has done a great performance, mm. but we only had 10 slots, okay? Yeah. And we talked about, you know, Ray. Yes. Does Ray even bring it in? And we had at least four other people that we'd probably put on top of Ray. Wow. Yeah, we couldn't, maybe yeah. she couldn't crack the top 10 for us just because there was, yeah, you'll see our list. Uh, I, I agree I with everything you say. Yeah. Everything. I love Daisy Ridley. She's one of my favorites. The two from the new trilogy are Adam Driver for me and, yeah. and Daisy Ridley. But yeah. When you consider the saga and all the movies, yeah. we have some more. Interesting. I have different ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, should, I feel like I should be sitting over here. Oh, yeah. you should? <laughs> Welcome oh. to the dark side. What a, what a shock. A band well, 
bandwagon. Just, I, <laughs> it's not bandwagon. It's not bad. Please. please. It was on please. your list. It didn't make my. She didn't even make consideration a, on my list. All right. of a he's a Clippers fan. Right. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, because for us, we were also we also did have some honorable mentions. Yeah. And like, I don't know if you guys even. We, we might not want to actually that. talk about I mean, it because that might pop yeah, up on my list. Yeah, we got some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so anyway, so all right, all right. Because I think the the stuff she had with Kylo in the in Last Jedi when they're connecting with each other. Totally agree with you on that. Some of the best stuff in this Mm -hmm. new sequel trilogy, whatever you call it, is is definitely those scenes. But those scenes are great in a vacuum. For me, they've always struggled within the context of the entire. It's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's fair. The things that just it came so easily. The one that killed me was Jedi mind trick. You haven't seen anybody do that. So the best you can tell me is off screen. She read about it somewhere and just Mm. intuitively knew how to do it. And I was like, I this. What? Yeah. But now you're How do you even know about it? We've only seen that happen yeah. a handful of times. You're, you're arguing story and not acting, and she's gay. I know, that, but yeah. it draws me out of her performance no, because I'm fair. like, right. I don't, I can't really uh, basically lock in on her because okay. I'm thinking about, well, how the hell is this happening? See, I, I, see I'm I, with you, Roka. Mm. The, 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 the Jedi mind trick, she, yeah. she, she, uh, she, it's fine. She definitely. I executed Order 66 on that. I yeah, the force, the force spoke with her and uh, yeah. kind of she figured it out in that moment. I thought it was really well done, actually. Actually, it's one of my favorite moments yeah. from Force Awakens. It's a fun moment, but I'm yeah. just sitting there going, I get it, though. How yeah. do you know? There's, uh, yeah. you know, Star Wars is, you know, apparently a hot-button topic here on the internet. <laughs> and so, uh, who knows? <laughs> hey, What's your right? number eight, man? What's our number eight? It's uh, Frank Oz for Yoda. Oh, you're going to have to punt. We have to punt on that one. Thank you! Thank you! I thought about putting him higher, and I was like, ah... Yeah, I'm struggling it's not, with it. It seems like you two guys didn't have a lot of uh, uh, agreement in your own. It looks like we have a new Padawan I mean, for, for us. For the top yeah. chunk of it, yeah. it was basically all, we had yeah. all the same, but it was yeah. the bottom where we're like, hey, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, Frank yeah. Oz, we're going to definitely have to punt on that one. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Fascinating. All right, all right, so we're on to our bot now, yeah. right? Okay, so the, our number 10 is uh, Krennic, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, not all this stuff. Great call. Yeah. He's he so is excellent. We went back and forth. We can talk about some of our honorable mentions on this now because Liam Neeson came up as Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, I was um, on my you list. Know, yeah. uh, some of the the other. Ca- I Hayden Christensen it. was on my list. I thought he delivered Hayden an incredible Christ- performance I, in episode I, three. I, I couldn't go there. We actually talked about it because yeah, yeah. We, we agreed to, yeah, to, to put subtract on, points from Attack of the Clones because it was just like you you know, sand gets points, everywhere. And yeah, but, I don't want to say because you may have some of my others. Where I'm like, got it, got it. But Daisy Ridley again was we talked about. But you put Orson, you put Krennic above. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know why? Because he is his I, performance is complete. His, yeah, a complete. It, yes. Thank you. Yeah, in the, the opening one of the best scene. things in the in, in the whole movie, like uh, in the opening scene where he's going to you know to grab um, whatever his name is. Um, I forget his name off the mm-hmm. top of my head, but when he's going to that planet to oh, retrieve oh, Urso, yeah, 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 yeah. Urso, yeah. Urso, you know, and. Um, and you know, it's just every every single line that he says there. You know, we were so close. You know, like, yeah. All all his moments were just perfect, and he was like the perfect Star Wars villain. Star Wars is always about its villains, right? Like that's yeah. what makes Star Wars special. Mm-hmm. And Krennic was an absolutely fabulous villain. Yeah, it oh. was like that performance. Like, I mean, the guy's a scene stealer. Like, like mm-hmm. even like Captain Marvel, I didn't love. But Ben Mendelsohn and Captain Marvel is amazing. Yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I'm from the Florida Keys. Bloodline, I didn't love everything about it, mm-hmm. but, but he's the best part of but it. But he is so friggin' yeah. good in that movie, yeah. Yeah. Like, like in that show. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy's just a powerhouse, oh. and he delivered. I think hardcore in uh, Rogue One. Yeah, you know? in this when he shows up at Mustafar, 
And he is. Oh, he, yeah. he comes in, and so far he has been confident, complete. He is in charge of every situation. And to see him basically like, will you please tell the emperor this pathetic little man? Yes. And Vader could snap him any point. Like, and then to see him bounce back, or he has that with Grand Moff Tarkin later on yeah, when yeah, he gets yeah. stolen. Yeah. And Fire! just the look in his eyes, and he's just yeah. like, oh! Yeah. Just yeah. like a little kid. Like, ah! He stole the movie for me. It was me. a powerhouse, oh, so powerhouse acting performance, and he's number 10 for us. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All, All right. right. Are we moving on? Number nine, we have Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's a punt. That's a massive punt. Massive punt. I figured well, it would be. I don't know what's happening right now. This is what this is all about, right? And eventually we will consolidate yes, these things, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And as you guys did, we did too. We had to make, you know, we, yeah. had, to, we had to argue, debate, what yeah. do you call it, go yeah. move some things yeah. around yeah. because I think you was McGregor. a little higher for me. I had him a little bit higher. He had a delay. We had yeah. to compromise. Okay. Yeah. Number nine. Okay. Right, so that's a punt. So at number eight, we have Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. That's uh, a punt. That's a punt. punt. Got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I figured it would be. Yeah. Because wow. I was arguing a higher for her, just, for sure. I'm starting to question whether you've seen these movies. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, shots <laughs> fired over there. You know what? Mother effort. Mother effort. Mother effort. I mean, look, you've you got to take in the whole body of work from an acting perspective. Yes. Okay? So you got to go. Like, talk about range. You go from, like, a fake British accent to, like, a smoky horse uh, thing, at, you know, at the wow. thing that is that is That's, quite the, was, that is quite a range. I'm just glad. There was drugs involved. Yeah. I'm glad. I, That's I, true. I have a it's feeling, a great though. point. There's a yeah. copious amount yeah, of drugs yeah. involved. Yeah. Yeah. Drugs involved. Like, pantheon level. With all due level. respect, because we all love our prince. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We yeah. Do. Yeah. I do have a good feeling, time. though, because I figured it would be higher, I knew that uh, I'd get my Carrie Fisher higher up there. So, all right. So, now it goes back to you guys. Yeah, this is Matt's choice. Uh, uh, on his list, Felicity Jones, number seven. No, it's James Earl Jones. I'm sorry, James Earl Jones. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, gotta, I was like, okay, yeah. What, yeah what, sorry, number. We seven. never agreed to that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So what happens when James Earl Jones? When uh, is it in your top five? No, it's, no, it's it's six. It's uh, six, seven. Six, seven. Yeah. yeah. Then we talk about then it right we now. Talk about Great. it. Great. Because yeah. uh, we're, what we're about on your list. But but we have a twist on it though. Oh, okay. We did put because. We almost were going to put David Prowse and James Earl Jones separately. Okay. We okay. actually unified them because it is two actors That's fair. delivering sure. one performance. So yeah. Darth Vader, but James Earl Jones is definitely in there, and David Prowse is at our number six. Okay. Right yeah. now. Oh. Oh. Right. You did that. You yeah. split it and just made them six, seven. Is that what you're no, saying? No, 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 oh, no. Together, together. Okay. Together, together, they're at That's what I thought. Six. And then you just okay, so they're number six. Yeah, yeah. number yeah, six. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, maybe one of the greatest voices in the history ever yeah. of yeah. mankind. Uh, there's no way the trilogy is as powerful as it is without his voice. Absolutely. All of Prowse's physical movements are great. But without that voice to accompany it, there's no way you mm -hmm. feel the dread and the fear. And also at the end, the empathy that mm -hmm. you feel for him before they take it off and it's somebody else. Uh, but I, I think overall this is one of the most incredible performances of voiceover voice. First of all, that's a great point. Should this be three actors in one in one role? Sebastian Stan. Sebastian oh. Stan. Yeah. What, the British actor there. that was the, the – Because the, which, I thought he did a great job too. Yeah, like the no, amalgam, the mm -hmm. amalgam of all these actors but creating I think Darth Vader. Have yeah. you seen the shots of him where it's not dubbed over the actual footage? Yes, it doesn't work no, at all. No, it doesn't. No, it's, it's like it, it's a completely different movie. Had they yeah. gone that route, right. fair right. enough. Yeah, it's James Earl Jones is really what everybody remembers from from the Vader sure. character. But of course, you got to give the props to David Prowse. I'm with you on all of it. Huh. I mean, the the physicality that. Even I'll go to Revenge of the Sith when they finally put the mask on and he comes up and he looks over and you hear James Earl Jones and it's Darth Vader. Where's Padme? It just mm, got me. Right. It got me. It was one of the best parts of uh, Revenge Ooh. of the Sith until he says no. It seems that in your anger. Yeah. So what a great call. Yeah. But, so we're, but, we're pretty there. Huh? But but look, I um, 
because like for me when I was a little kid and 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 I saw you know Star Wars and, and Darth Vader and that voice, and then randomly um, my uh, my mom who loved movies. Uh, said, hey, I want you to check out this comedy. You know, it was this black and white comedy mm. about the war and stuff. And it, you know, Clockwork Orange was oh, this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, David Prowse. Uh, I'm sorry, not Clockwork uh, Orange. Dr. Um, Strangelove. Dr. Strangelove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And then I- I'm like watching this movie. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, that guy sounds like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah. You know, and like back then there's no internet for you to like research. Right. Is this? So like for like weeks, I'm like, Dude, the guy from this like weird like black and white comedy movie from like God knows when yeah. sounds just like Darth Vader, but like is that is that Darth Vader? Yeah. And like eventually, you know, yeah. you, you actually figure it out. And like the, James Earl Jones's performance, spectacular. I mean, it look, is, yeah. you know, how many actors have tried to imitate that for all the cartoons and the video games right. and all that stuff? It's the stuff that like. Like sonically, it's the stuff of of of, of legend, you yeah. know. Yeah. So so look, I think you can make an argument to have him higher, and I think in my list I actually did have him a lot higher. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. But you know, with some of the other names that we have on here, I can live with him at at I, we have him at six. You guys have yeah, him at seven. seven. Sam. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, so. I'm just visualizing young Mark Fernandez in the library with the microfiche going back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cast of James Earl Jones. If you stop it's a cast it of Doctor Strange Love. Yeah. Here, oh, there it is, James Earl. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's great. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's uh, at our number six. So you're number six. Yeah. Uh, our number six is Alec Guinness, Obi Wan. Oh, you're gonna have to punt there. Wow. Okay. okay. Show me that I mean, arc. You, there's an arc. All right. All right uh, anyway. I don't know. I'll show you an Oscar nomination. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you one for Halle Berry too. What are we talking I, about? I think that's the <laughs> nicest <laughs> fu I've gotten all week. Yeah. <laughs> that's class. I appreciate it. Hey, hey, I'll right, throw so an fu uh, as well in that. I love the fact that our lists are so different. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. We, we yeah. we're kind of there with James Earl Jones, yeah. uh, David Prowse, though. So, so far, yeah. so far, so good. Okay. So now we go to ours. Yeah. Yeah. Your number seven. Okay. Number our number seven is Adam Driver. Okay. Oh, that was the punt. Okay, right. fair enough. There it is. Wow. Okay, yeah. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. I had. Okay. All right. Yeah. Adam Driver is the best thing for me from the sequel yeah, trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Like, I think he, ahead, no. I think he's fantastic. I think uh, like every scene he's in, I buy him. I even his ranty, you know, tantrum-filled stuff that he's doing to bring shoot that ship out of the sky, shoot everything at at Luke Skywalker. I just love. He's so layered to me. He just has – there's something about him that I just buy every second yeah. of Ad, Adam Driver's performance. Mm. To me, Adam Driver is the closest thing that this movie has to being iconic. You know, like mm-hmm. – and for me, his opening line um, when uh, when um, Max von Sydow's character is on his knees in front of him and he looks at me, he's like, look how old you've become. Mm-hmm. You know, like Classic to me, like, villain like, kind like, of like, line. Like, that's like – that punches in because look, I've become old too, you know. Mm-hmm. So like when you hear this young, like new Sith Lord Devil kid like insulting you mm. by like hitting you where it hurts because biology is is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Father you know, Time wins. Father Time always wins, and when you point out you're you're useless because you're old. Yeah, mm. you know, yeah. you can't and, stop me. And then everything about him is just like I have I struggle finding like a bad moment with him when you isolate him in his performance. You mm-hmm. know, like I think even. When it pushes it a little bit, the first time he takes off the mask, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, this is like some good-looking, like young goth kid," but when he's like talking to Ray, he's still like 
interrogating her and like manipulating her and maybe mm-hmm. trying to seduce her. And his performance is extremely layered in what his intentions are. Yeah. You know, it's hard to read what his intentions are, mm-hmm. but you know that the character is on a path to something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm blown away by Adam Driver's performance. Yeah. And I would say even that stuff is that that him fighting against the light, which I love, which is really picking up with me. Mm-hmm. It's like he is. Right. He's, very got, he's con- got real conflict you can feel. You can Ray, feel on every, every step of the way. Ray, yeah. you don't really feel her conflict even though other people around her are telling her, oh, you went to the to the dark. You didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. With like Luke is telling her that yeah. or whatever. But like Ray doesn't actually have a moment where you actually see that with her. So, you know, that's, that's why the Ray thing for me is a little bit confusing. But for me, Kylo is pretty much always on. There it is. Okay. Really? Okay. He well, has one of my favorite sequences in Star Wars where he stops that blaster with the force yeah. right. and then goes and has the conversation and he walks away and just takes his mind off of it and this shoots so back. awesome. Yeah. You that see that and you're like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I was so on board and it's then like afterwards creative. I'm like, damn. That's great. He is my favorite I think part overall of this new series. Yeah. And he but, didn't make your list. No, because I, I feel incomplete, especially mm. after that last one. Mm. Like, It's a good point though. It's hard to, to judge the performances because yeah. you'll, you'll see with our top fives we yeah. have complete sagas. We have complete movies. Whereas these new characters, like with Ray or, or mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, we still have another movie. It might change it. Yeah. It might really change it, might, it yeah. at the end. I hope so. Yeah. I think he's climbing for me, which is why he was number 10. Mm-hmm. Because uh, after that first movie, I just thought he was a whiny little bitch. And yeah. it wasn't until the second movie that you saw the what you're talking about, Mark, the layers or the complexities mm. of what he's doing. Yes, the scene with Solo is still powerful. Yes. Because you see that's a glimpse mm-hmm. of what you're going to see in the second movie, right? What he's struggling with, what he's going through. That's a great acting moment. It isn't until the second film that you see he really takes command. Yeah. Especially in that throne yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. In the throne room, when he's asking her to join him, mm. that is an actor stepping to the forefront of a trilogy. Very well said. Very you know well what? Said. I think it's so well said because that Force Awakens, when it came and went, I think I don't think Adam Driver or Kylo Ren was really everybody's favorite. It's yeah, the yeah. Last Jedi that really brought it home yes. for me, and I, mean, I think a lot of that, people. That scene when they're in the hut and he touches, you know, they touch hands. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. and like that whole moment leading up to that. It just look. And let's face it, Adam Driver is fucking awesome. He's I mean, like, yeah. that Spike Lee yeah. movie. I'm, I'm forgetting the name of the Spike Lee movie right now, um, where he plays. Black Black yeah, Black 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 yeah, he's oh, man, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. He's in, a, yeah. in every movie he's doing. I hear, I hear Marriage Story. Is that the movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah everybody's Scarlett going Jackson. crazy everybody's for that. Everybody's going nuts for this movie, yeah. and, and I hear from his performance, so I can't wait for that one. The, yeah. the report is another one. The it's report. Scott Burns. I interviewed him. He's. Driver's fantastic in that movie. So. Yeah. When, yeah, when is he not? When yeah. Is yeah. He not? yeah, exactly. When so, is he not? So, so for me, Driver's performance and his artistry as an mm. actor elevate problems that I have with the sequel trilogy beyond like reproach. Okay. So it's not his fault. It's not really his. I mean, like yeah. he just he brings so much to it mm-hmm. that you just can't. You know, you can't look away. You're like, damn, this guy is friggin' awesome. Yeah, you know, really it was I a like great, it. great casting choice by J.J. Abrams. Like, you got to really give him props for that one. Certainly. Absolutely. Certainly. All right, so you guys are up now. What we're at number five. Is we are at five. Yeah. yeah, we're at five, and our five is uh, uh, the punt from earlier. I guess Carrie Fisher. Yeah, Carrie yeah, Fisher. Carrie Fisher's okay. at number five. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so Carrie Fisher was our number eight. I love her being at your number five because she is. I, I we, we had to debate. We had to make yeah. some yeah, choices yeah, yeah, yeah. here. So. Uh, it's Carrie Fisher. It's Princess Leia, yeah. General yeah. Leia. Yeah. I think that the new sequel, she didn't have much to do in The Force Awakens. I wanted more from her, but I thought she really shone in uh, and shined in um, The Last Jedi. But 
I, I have Carrie Fisher for me. It's always Empire Strikes Back. Carrie yes. Fisher for me. It was my first crush. I thought she nails it in, of course, in the original mm-hmm. trilogy. But sure. she really stands out for me in Empire Strikes Back because of the arc she goes through. It's like <laughs> yeah, how absolutely. strong she was in leading the rebels when the Empire attacks rebel base yeah, right. um, and then having to – you know, with the scruffy looking nerf herder there, stuck on the Millennium Falcon, falls in love with them, and then, you know, watching him go into the Carbonite and yeah. then hearing Luke. Becoming a bounty honey, hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah becoming a bounty Jedi. hunter. That, yeah, badass, man. Showing up as, as Boosh or Bausch, however you pronounce it, on yeah. Jabba's Palace, pulling out the thermal detonator. You know, mm. come on. Yes. But, uh, but, and you, you, even given all that, mm. The love story is there. The back, yeah. the the Shakespeare, the love triangle, the love yeah. triangle, the love yeah. triangle in the first film, inadvertent right. until later on. It was yeah, always yeah, this right. way. It's right. always been, a, but it was yes. always a triangle. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. And, uh, and she plays it so well on both sides in that first film, mm-hmm. uh, and in the second film, even more so. Mm-hmm. It's Beatrice and Benedict. It's old school, much to yeah. about nothing. Mm-hmm. Shakespearean shit, where they're both undercutting each other because neither one wants to admit how much they're attracted to them. I would never find a prissy rich princess attractive. Yeah, yeah. well. I'd never find a smart-ass nobody who's barely who barely has two bucks in his bank account attractive either. But they find yeah. a way to come together, yes. and that's the artistry of their acting. And in the third film, that relationship is really solid. So much so that the "When I Love You" moment comes back at the uh, at the base, uh, the Endor base. You're, you're like, oh, that's awesome because yeah. yeah. all of so, their acting builds. To so that. for me, and look, and I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion, and I'm going to get some hate for this, but it's just the way I feel. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have um, episodes seven and eight. Yeah. Okay, I would have Carrie Fisher's performance much higher on this mm-hmm. list. Really, I think seven and eight. You have to take into account seven and eight, and I don't think she's really done much of anything in seven and eight. To me, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, but I, I disagree on that because yeah. I think the last Jedi, she she really right, right. was. First three were so solid though, and then these I don't even count against her. Just like have fun, enjoy yeah. the character more. You've you've lived a hell of a life. Like I love seeing yeah. you up there again. Yeah, and to your point, Roca, because when we're talking about their banter together, mm. Han and Leia, yeah, like I think of that hallway scene in Hoth, yeah. you know, where there's like, come on, ah, yeah. come on, and Say she's it. like, you know, and she's Look, like not all, into it. But then all that stuff you is get masterful. that again in Force Awakens. I saw when they walked when? And, and when she comes off the ship. Yeah. When she comes off the yeah. ship and gets with Han, that yeah. was my th- one of my favorite mo- moments from Force Awakens. Like you still have the same old jacket. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? That's a classic General a, Leia moment. You still have the same old jacket. Yeah. Those are old relationships. It's an back. old relationship. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the first I mean, time change your hair. Yeah. That's the In first how time. many years? We don't know. Yeah. It, it's just it doesn't like that to me. Just feels like. I don't know. You don't, just, think, you don't think it's badass when she comes through the, when Poe is like trying to hold off everybody in Last Jedi, and she comes through that door, and she's like, "That's enough." And yes, and, puts and then shoots him. Yeah, and then shoots him. Like she, yeah. she handles her business. Yeah, but then like, uh, but then thirty five minutes later, you have why are you guys following me? Follow him. Right. It right, just right. makes no I, sense. Why, why you don't tell him the plan? Do you think that there's a spy on board? Yeah, right. Why don't you tell him the plan? Why are you keeping well, this so clandestine? He's being a bit of a dick. Doesn't That's matter. Why. He's being an abrasive but, dick. But but look, your point your point is clear to me. What yeah. you're saying, hey, if you're letting Adam Driver get some 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 freedom because his acting supersedes the bad writing. Yeah. Because we all can agree that the writing the direction doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm. I don't give that same kind of leeway to her. Maybe yeah. because she's so friggin' good in the first three. 
Yeah. You okay. Know, the, but I'll give you two moments, Mark. When when Luke shows up and gives her the dice. Oh, thank yeah. you. That, thank that you. That face. That's an actor. And then, <laughs> and then, and then when she's talking to Poe after that plan is going, and she's telling him. You know, I knew someone just like you once upon a well, that's time. A good yeah. impression. That's a good yeah. impression. That's a good impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I love that too. I mean, it's like Luke's, 60 years of Luke's dealing yeah. with his Padawan and Rey yeah. and Leia on the other side of the Skywalkers is dealing with Poe. I thought that yeah. there was a mirror to that in The Last Jedi that I enjoyed. But that, you, thank you for saying that because that moment with Luke and Leia in The yeah. Last Jedi is one of the most beautiful moments I've ever seen. Okay, so, so to me, the only moment that I look at, I say, wow, that's some good acting because it transcends – um, the the picture and mm. it gives you emotion. It gives you it it, it reads right mm. without saying a word. And that's when Kylo again Adam Driver supporting her in this scene, even though the two completely different shots. Kylo coming in for the shot and her knowing that but Kylo's coming. yes, her knowing that Kylo's coming. Into the yeah. And it's it's the only intimate connection between mother and son that you really get. Yeah, yeah. you know because besides that, what else do you have? You have. You have Han Solo looking at Kylo from afar, carrying Rey into the ship. They don't really spend a lot of time developing that father-son, mother-son relationship it's, in that movie. It's my number one complaint about this trilogy is we're handed this fractured relationship. Right. But two movies in, we still don't fucking know why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so uh, I'm a little bit. I'm a little like, bit with you on, on that. There's yeah. a lot of like that. Even we go to we go to this all the time on Rule of Two. It's like, what are the politics? Like right. what? Like what? What happened to the Senate? Like all of a sudden, just the Republic is blown away, and you're like, that's it. You know, so don't we, we me. wanted more, and I'm hoping Rise of Skywalker answers a lot of those well, questions. I don't want to see war profiteers again. Yeah, right, I right. don't want to see like that aspect. Sure, the Senate, the politics, like we've already delved into it, and that yeah. makes sense, but. The day to day, like I don't need that perspective because you have a world that has magic. I'd rather see where the magic is happening. You know yeah. what I mean? Literally, yeah. people Good. are. You know what? I'm with you a lot on that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, look, look. Carrie Fisher is a legend. Um, there's been many polls that are actually good scientific polls that she is everybody's like number mm. one favorite character in Star Wars. It's very true. It's hard for me to argue with that because yeah. you're right. In those first three movies. Let's forget the fake British accent in the first sure. few scenes, yeah. right? Yeah, she was nineteen. Once, once she realizes that she's, you know, she dumps the fake British accent and she yeah. be- becomes mm. her own. It's a spectacular performance, yeah. one of my favorite in the history of cinema. Yeah. Uh, but these last two movies, for me, knocked it down a little bit, and that's why she ended up at eight on right. ours, mm-hmm. and on yours, five. she's five. Yeah, yeah, five. yeah. So three, we're, we're we're three apart. I can see us elevating her once we consolidate the list a little I hope bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. All right. All right. Where are we now? You're number five. five. Our number five is Mark Hamill. Oh, that's a uh, I think it's a punt. That's a yeah, punt. that is a punt. That's yeah. a punt. Okay. Jesus. I don't know what's All going right. on? Yeah. No, okay. again, we have to make some uh, give and take here. So I'm excited to, that, that we're going to figure out the, the real list between the four of us. Uh, yeah. Our number four. I'm just waiting. Oh, was we, it Jar Jar at this point? Like, I don't know what yeah, yeah, Jar Jar. Uh, spoiler alert, everyone. Jar Jar Banks is number one on this list. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to a yeah. Yeah. yeah, We love you, bud. Okay, you're up then. Yeah. Our number four, Matt? Uh, our number four is McGregor, the pump from earlier. Oh, okay. okay. You and okay. McGregor. Let's yeah. talk about it then. Let's talk about it. Yeah. It's the best part of the prequels. 
He is, is Ewan yeah. McGregor. He is the hands best part. Down. Well, they're we not, have we have an answer to that. They're but that's doing okay. a Kenobi but I'm with series yeah, for he's, a reason because of look, Ewan McGregor. He's oh, our okay. number nine, but I could see him going higher. Oh, I, I love I, him. The one we're going to get to that you just alluded to. Yes, we agree because it's clearly higher on our list. Sure. But within this is a one-off when he's on Mustafar and the whole "You were the chosen one." Oh man, brilliant! brilliant. I believe that yeah, from brilliant. him in that moment. That was some of the best acting from the two of them on yeah. all the green screen. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Because the rest you of my brother Anakin. Yeah, that, that yeah. With, it, it's hard to pull that emotion out when you're acting against a tennis ball. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. And you yeah. can see it when he's walking around like Camino, and like that's very interesting. And yeah. you're like, I, uh, where's your eyeline? Like I don't understand. It's such a clinical environment. Right, right. Uh, and his his scene with Django Fett when he's on Gina, yeah, um, yeah, he's great. on um, Camino. Camino. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, my God, that's like the noir detective story that I wish they really to finally went into see the missile the fire. That. Yeah. Finally, yeah. after yeah. all this time, it's like, oh, that's what it, I could. That's the toy I couldn't have. That's some some Mandalorian uh, action there. But look, the guy also brings the heart to the prequels. Yes, you know, yeah. he brings all the heart to those prequels, and he's always he also brings the comic relief to the prequels. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he's also the thing about the prequels that everybody latches onto as the best thing about the prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Even though we feel a little differently about certain parts about it, look, you and McGregor is absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's, it's a in reason why so many people wanted this Obi-Wan movie that then turned into a series is it was because of Ewan McGregor. I yeah. think that everybody wonders what was Obi-Wan doing on Tatooine between Revenge of the Sith right. and A New Hope, but, but it's his performance that makes you want to see it. But let's talk yeah. about acting. Let's talk yeah. about the acting part yeah. of it, right? So in the first one, okay, yeah. he's really there to support the acting performance that Liam Neeson is bringing right. to the table. True. He's a Padawan in many ways. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. yes. And he's there for Liam. Yeah. And Liam does an amazing job. He's another one that we wanted to... Yeah. Make. I had him 10 on my yeah. list. Yeah. yeah. He's another one we wanted to put here. In the second one, it was really about his... Uh, it was the first time that he could have his own little journey. He had he has his moment with Dexter. Mm-hmm. He has his moment with uh, the cloners. Mm-hmm. He's got his moment with... Um, uh, Dooku, mm-hmm. and then they join up for that final fight. You right. know? Yeah. It's the third one where he really gives you like that performance, especially at the end yeah, of like the broken-hearted yeah. failed master. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this is some heavy-duty crap. You yeah. know? But like, you've always said this. Maybe there should have been more focus on you and McGregor and Obi-Wan in the prequels than there was. Oh, and I, 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 and I, I think 100%. I thought he should have been the protagonist through the entire prequel, mm. uh, pre- prequel That's trilogy. That's kind of interesting. I've never thought of it like that. That I, makes yeah. sense. I thought it would make more sense uh-huh. that it was his story, his hero's journey that ends in a failure that he loses his Padawan learner, loses his apprentice to the dark side, that then is going to layer into this Obi-Wan series that we're going to get. I thought that would have been made more sense than, because I think the Phantom Menace, there's not really a protagonist. We don't know who it is. I think if we focused in on Obi-Wan, it would have been a little bit more cohesive for the Phantom Menace and then on through, definitely Attack of the Clones. I'll tell you, I have always seen the prequels as Obi-Wan's story. Yeah, I have too. I've always watched it that way. And I'll tell you this, because Obi-Wan would have never chosen Anakin as his Padawan. Never. Yes. I, he is he Anakin. loyalty. Yes. yes. Anakin is thrust upon him. And you can tell in that second movie, he doesn't like Anakin all that much. That much. Right. This is a responsibility. I'm trying to connect with you. I have to work with you. We're at, we got a job to do. I don't like it that much, but I'm doing it. And I'm trying to teach you along the way, even though you're impulsive, even though you don't listen, even though you do stupid shit and get us in trouble. I'm still trying to get to me. Yeah. And so because at, because I loved Qui-Gon that yes. much. And that's yeah. why at the end, in the third one, in, in when he's screaming at him, he's not screaming from a place of like, oh, you were the... He's saying to him, you're insulting my master. Yeah. You're insulting Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. 
bygone by doing this. We've wasted all this time on you, and this is what you're going to do, you sack of shit. Yeah. This is what you're going to do, and yeah. that's what he finds. It's real anger. Yeah, it yeah, is, and, yeah, that's, yeah. It, and that's been building. And so, to me, that's why I think he's so high because there's a lot of subtlety that Ewan is playing throughout the whole uh, trilogy that he is giving you how he really feels about the people he's getting involved with and about Anakin more so than anything that he finally gets to let out on. But Mustafar. see, like what you're describing, man, that's an arc. Yeah, yeah, and he plays it well. That's an arc. Yeah. Okay, that's all I'll say. I mean, you can guess what I would say next. <laughs> what if Ray has this incredible thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. What, what, what if there's an actual moment in yeah. the next movie that explains... Positive. You will be positive. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that actually explains what the hell's been going on mm-hmm. since this movie came out. That's why Rogue One, to me, is the only really good one that's yeah. come out. Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know... Like, number one. Because Rogue One has a story. Yes. And it also has a, a collection of amazing scenes. You get to know all these characters, but it's the right amount of depth of, yeah. I understand who you are for the purpose of this story. Right. right. As opposed to just singularly focusing on this ensemble cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in the Vader scene at the end when the lightsaber just comes out in oh, the shadows. Just Lord. I, That's, yeah. I mean, as soon as that came on, I was so excited. I was like, wow, I, this is such a great lead up to A New Hope. Yeah. Sets yeah. the yeah. stage just beautifully. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, where are we now? You're, uh, you're number four, I think. Our number four, Frank Oz. Okay. Frank oh, Oz as Great Yoda. Go. Come hold on. Hold on. on. Did we do we we punked it on five. We had to punt yeah. because okay. of Mark Hamill. Yeah, gotcha, so we're gotcha. at number four. Frank Oz. So uh, we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. our. Uh, oh, that's right. Our eight. You were uh, number eight. Okay. Frank uh, Oz. That like Empire Strikes Back will die if Frank Oz doesn't and maneuver this puppet to work i mean if this thing doesn't transfer on screen and if P- and if frank oz doesn't actually inhabit the character through his arm into a puppet then and we're his not voice and his, his voice, voice is his iconic voice is mm-hmm. iconic line reading of of you know and that's the dialogue i guess you could say yeah. but my god this character has stood the test of time when you think of the the characters in Star Wars, it's always Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, Obi Wan Kenobi, and Yoda and Darth mm-hmm. Vader. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. these are the iconic characters that stick with you. Yoda is one of the best, and it's because of Frank Oz. And he and that performance was even like I didn't even skip a beat when he returns in the Last Jedi for me at least. So I yeah. love Frank no, Oz. He's great. Yeah. Look, he's 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 the he's not only the heart, he's the heart and soul mm-hmm. of the original trilogy. Absolutely, he's the one that gives the Force context. Mm. He's the one that gives the Force. A a um, contrast, mm-hmm. so you you actually understand how powerful the force is. Mm-hmm. That it's irrelevant if you're big or strong like Vader, or if you're like young and and, and like limber like Luke. You can be a little tiny little creature, eight hundred year old. Yeah, eight hundred year old size matters not. Yeah. yeah, and you can just hold your hands and you can do things that se- that are seemingly impossible. And like that performance in those early films. With the puppeteering, if you look, if you go back and look at it now, mm. it's mind blowing how it still works. Yeah. It still I, works. I mean, give an yeah. Oscar nomination to a puppet because Empire Strikes Back is one of the most brilliant characters in cinema history. To, to your point, him explaining the Force, it, he is the heart of that movie. If that thing doesn't work. My God, where are we? I don't yeah. even think we have Star Wars. I think you just yeah. created the retro Oscars. Yeah. And I think we go back and every year, you know who should have won <laughs> is this, and we have some sort of authority. I don't know who we got to talk to. Yeah, yeah. 1981, right 1981 <laughs> would be when they, they would – I mean I know it got a special effects uh, Oscar yeah. for Empire Strikes Back. But my God, yeah, that character. I mean there's something about the Dagobah, the swamp, him being in there talking yeah. about the force when Luke gives up. That the end all scene when Luke gives up with the uh, X wing and he gives the 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 Force talk and then lifts the motherfucking X wing out of yeah. that bog. 
That but, is just but look, pure beauty. And then let's look at the prequels. I mean, he was in a, a hugely important part of the prequels. Absolutely. I think, you know, he started out as a puppet, then he became CGI and all that stuff. Yeah. All that, to me, isn't even relevant because the performance was there, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah. he was the one, again, siding with Obi-Wan. It's like, this kid's too young. Yeah. I don't want to train this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He or, knew. You know, he yeah. knew the whole time. And, like, even when Anakin's going through his struggles, that performance, like, where he's alone and... And he feels Anakin, you know, and the fight against Dooku. I mean, Yoda and Frank Oz. And even in, like, right. look, like in The Last Jedi, I thought he was ridiculous. Like, in my opinion. How like, dare you, oh, sir. really? I, I enjoyed when he wow. came yeah. in and it's all the flame and whatnot. I, yeah. I bought that. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's, like better moment. My fa- it's my favorite moment for yeah. the whole movie. So, like, for me, it's like, if you look at, again, it's like the problem with the sequels is that they're trying to force the sort of. The reboot thing too much, mm. like nah. like say like I hey this worked I before, I don't uh, yeah. But but just let me finish this yeah. one point. So if you look at um, Empire and when he first meets him, the disposition that Yoda gives Luke is that of a jokester and a yes. prankster yes. Mm-hmm. to throw him off the scent that he's actually this incredibly stoic, serious Jedi. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when he introduces again in the Last Jedi, like why does he revert to that jokester, prankster, whatever when Luke knows exactly who he is? And oh, he's not, you know, and, and like, it's, it's not really one of his behaviors. What was Yoda doing in Empire Strikes Back? Throw him off, sure, but screwing with Luke, mm-hmm. testing Luke. He's doing the same thing because uh, he he lays in that wonderful line in The Last Jedi about failure and being a master. Which is a great line. And yeah. that's why he's reacting the way he is. He's testing Luke yeah. again. He's Miyagi. He's yes. like, yeah. The and reason I, you're doing this the whole time is that is actually a move, but you yes. need to learn the lesson. Right. right. And, and he, I, another final lesson coming to Luke. I like that point. I, yeah. I hear point. your point, what you're saying, Mark, but the reason I think Yoda acts that way is because Luke is showing up again like he did in Empire Strikes Back. A young kid without understanding what's rash. actually happening. Yes. So he messes with him. To start off with, it wasn't until Luke comes down, sits on the rock, that Yoda yeah. reverts back to being regular Yoda. Those, yeah. are, the, those are fair points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think – did I lose audio? Check, check. No, no, no I, can I can hear you. you. Okay. I can hear you. Mm-hmm. Those are all fair points, but it's just – it seems like it, like these new movies – Fall into that retreading of the old ones. Oh, they far are too much. Sure. The first one is That's one is, is a new hope. Sure, and I get Jedi. that. With yeah, Force we're, Force Awakens. We're, I like to you know, and I'm I I love my sequel trilogy. Yoda Yoda in the second film. It's uh, the sorry, echoes, you, is what I was saying. It's like that's why I feel like it worked for me. Is that mm. the Force Awakens was an echo of a new hope. Right. But to, Yoda in the prequels to me pushes the character forward because now you really get to know a side of him mm-hmm. when he was the ultimate Jedi master in control of this order but that was charged with was keeping he? peace in the galaxy. Didn't realize there was a massive clone army, a man, you know, on, yeah, yeah, on yeah, Kimono. Yeah, 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 look, there's he a had conspiracy his behind. I know it's, it's interesting to see a guy that's been held up as this almost deity-like figure within the order. Yeah, and be like, ah, actually, he had the most glaring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clone problem. army, dark lord of the Sith, running exactly. the whole all right under his nose. But, yeah. but like to me, like great acting performances are the ones that make make it seem invisible. Yeah. You know, like like yeah. like we're like you don't see the acting. And Frank Oz, I mean, like you're not thinking there's a guy in there that, or that there's yeah. CG. You 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 just see Yoda. Yeah. yeah, that's a fair point. I didn't have them on my list, and I'm reconsidering now. Yes, uh, absolutely, yeah. they should have been on my list because you guys make great points. Because the system like, works. He's so he's so he does. he's so perfect that. I don't think but, it's acting. And right. then, yeah. But we, you make a great point, Mark. It's supposed to look easy as hell, which makes it hard to do. Mm. Therefore, it's a hell yeah. of an accomplishment. When he so, yeah. texts me about it, he's like, Frank Oz? Yeah. yeah. Just with a question mark. I and I was like, him, yeah. dude, voice acting and puppetry. Yeah. He made something that is made for children 
and turned it into something that all adults found the magic mm-hmm. in. That's yes. a, that's really impressive. That and stood have, the test of time. Now. Yeah, and to have the depth of the character and like that, like, that's hard to do. Well, it's a dude. Yeah, under, under here, well, and like feel, this, like this, yeah. all day long, underneath the freaking yeah. pool, you know, you just feel, like, oh, yeah. and I'm at home going, I know this is exactly what's going on. Yeah, it is so this, it and yet matter. I am enraptured. That yeah. is impressive yeah. acting to yes. me. You yep. feel his disappointment. Oh, dude, in that final scene with him and the emperor, and that like that lightsaber battle, yeah, the lightsaber oh, yeah. battle, and you yeah. know. Anyway, so all right, so all right. we move well, on. Yeah, I'd also say internet era. He's my favorite pop culture thing that popped to that song that rocking. Rockin' and rollin' yeah. right. bad yeah. lip reading. Yeah, yeah. Bad I, made that I made that into my ringtone. I took the clip, clipped <laughs> oh it, downloaded the app to right. put it in, yeah. boom, done. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, uh, it's amazing. So where are we now? Uh, okay, we're your number four on. was Frank Oz, so our number three then. Okay. Uh, but who was your four? Just uh, to, you and McGregor. McGregor, oh, McGregor right. Okay. Okay. right, right, right. So your number three? Uh, Ian McD- uh, what is it? Dermot? Yeah, Ian McDermott. Okay. Punt. Okay. Oh, Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. I had him higher. He had him lower. <laughs> what did you do? I, what did you do? We are rule of two. <laughs> well, no, I right, think I so then had him one slot below so yours. We're at, so we're at number three for us? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Harrison Ford. That's, uh, a, punt. that's a punt. Figured. Damn. We're getting yeah. good here, guys. Uh, of we're, course it's a punt. Yeah, I know. I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Top yeah. three, top three Harrison Ford. And yeah. then, I think he belongs in the top three. Sure, of course. Three. Of course. Hey, look, look. Okay. Blasphemy comes in many words. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> you can do this. You yeah. can say whatever you like. It's still blasphemy. I love this. Okay, right, so, so our number two, then, uh, is Mark Hamill, yeah. which is the punt from earlier. Okay. Okay, so I he love, was our five. For, I yeah, love that Mark Hamill, though. score at home. You want to talk about an arc. You yes. want to talk about emotion and yes. moments and development and stumbles and successes and changes to character. Whether you liked the change in Last Jedi or not, it's still Mark played it so well and yeah. believable. And at the end, when he finally acquiesces, when he had, I mean, whoever thought Hamill would have this freaking moment? Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. He, can you top what happened in Jedi uh, with Jabba? You know how you do that? This and I was it lost, I lost my mind. Yeah, me and then too, having man. that tender moment with Leia, and then at the and and then when he has that moment where he fades away, it's fantastic. So mm-hmm. did, see myself coming you, over there with you, man. <laughs> well, You're you speaking remember, my language. You remember this is an idiot kid who's a moisture farmer who's mm-hmm. like looking to the two sons and to see how far he's gone over mm-hmm. all those films. It's incredible, and he's played all those scenes. Developer relationship with Leia, developer relationship with Yoda, developer relationship with with Han. Uh, with he saves that scene, where he's screaming for his father to save him. He will not fight back. He's screaming. It's so potent because it's coming from the depth of yeah, the Yeah, he's so good in Return so of the Jedi. Dude, yeah. uh, Empire Strikes Back, the realization when he says, no, I am your father, yeah. and Hamill's oh. face hanging by a thread, mm. almost ready, and decides to jump, of course. But that realization when he says the no is yeah. still in my brain. I can hear it over and over and over again. And it's the one time when I was little that it really a performance like that affected me. There was something about his reaction to Vader where all of us at home are like, nah, he's lying. Hmm. You know, you can't, you can't believe Darth Vader, right? And that conflict within Luke, Mark Hamill's performance there on that ledge in Bespin, should have been nominated for an Oscar, I thought. He was phenomenal. How many Oscars do you want from Empire? <laughs> I well, want all of them. <laughs> just, I as want we go through all this. of them. And then Yoda. We'll, Lando Calrissian. Lando, Lando. 
Lando, that's fine. I'll give an Oscar to Lando. Um, uh, best picture, Anthony best Daniels director, Irving Kushner, best yeah. director, everything. I mean, I had to talk him off putting Anthony Daniels pretty high on this list. Oh, my God. You did <laughs> yeah. the right thing. Uh, nah, you didn't nah. realize you were on him. a ledge. He I, talked I, you I off. I was putting him towards <laughs> the end. There. Yeah, he was. He was. Staring into the abyss look, going, it doesn't look that deep. For yeah. us. <laughs> I can make it. Yeah, I can it's make fine. It. I can free dive. For, for me, with this top five, it's like an earthquake. Uh, it, it's like the Richter scale, right? A nine... A 9.0 and a 9.5 are actually like it, it's such a small variance. Fair enough. But the 9.5 is going to tear down more houses than the nine, even though they're okay. very close. Yeah. Um, I think Mark <laughs> Hamill's incredible. Works. I'm pretty sure all I houses would fail at like 7.2, <laughs> <or> 7.6. <laughs> right. so I still now, think it's going to be devastating. Like, look, way. you still like San Andreas or Heston Earth? If we're still yeah. talking just pure acting. Yeah. Okay. You still got Tashi Station. Okay. And you still have just like Leia. She it, it, it got a little bit. If you watch, that's by yeah, design. That's by design. Kid, he's Ta- supposed to be stupid. Exactly. Fine, but- Tashi Station is yeah. all of us at know, that age look, going, I, I know what I know, I'm doing. But look yeah. at Stand By Me and look at those kids act. Right. That's all like, right. But they, they, they yeah. were being asked, they were being asked to grow up quicker. Whereas Luke is supposed to be stupid. So yeah. the arc yeah. is look is and Mark uh, Hamill does larger. an incredible job. But like if you're yeah. now we're talking about the top five acting performances in Star Wars. Mm. In a, you know, like in our combined kind of compromised opinion. So wait, you're dinging him for New Hope. I'm dinging him a little bit for New Hope. I'm dinging him a can't, little bit. Can't hang just there a little for bit. You, man. Just yeah. a little bit. Just can't a little bit. Oh, he's side coming back a little bit. He did. He did his job. Exactly. That was. By the way, got another teaser for you guys. Only hush hush here. When you first see somebody that we have higher on the list show up in a New Hope. Two actors that we have on the list show up in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. They're perfect from the first time the camera lays on oh, his yeah. arm. Well, you know? I could, I could okay. You one know, should be your number one and the Mark other one Hamill should be your number Mark Hamill takes a little bit to pick up. Once he picks up, and like, I agree with you guys, mm. for me, Mark Hamill in Revenge of the Jedi, I'm sorry, I would call it Revenge of the, the Jedi. The original title yeah. for it. Yeah. For a short-lived. In, in Return of the Jedi, he is incredible. You bring up him at Jabba's Palace. Yeah. That, oh. is, that is my maybe top five moment in all of Star Wars. Agreed. Is is Mark Hamill walking into that palace with the hood on? First time we see a Jedi wearing a hood, yeah. like a no. dark hood and all that stuff. That that aesthetic was born in that movie. Yeah, and the way he talks to Jabba, and he's got this whole plan cooked up. I mean, you know, it's absolutely incredible. And I got to go back to Dagobah. He really comes into his own in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the first thing. You know, there's the movies that say the title out loud, where it's like a character says like uh, the title. <laughs> this is the visual representation of Return of the Jedi with him walking. T- yeah. Through Jabba's door yeah, yeah. is the return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. That's what Look, I love. And for me, I thought his acting was okay in The Last Jedi. I thought it was okay. How dare you, sir? How <laughs> dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? So <laughs> if anybody knows what that movie, movie, that movie. Yeah. Come on, you know what movie that's from? How dare you, sir? Clear how, how, how dare you, you sir? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harrison uh, Ford Mr. Clear. President, how yeah. dare you, sir? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you but, talk uh, to me like some junk jar dog? How dare you, sir? But look, even Mark Hamill himself would say that that's not his best moment on the screen. Wow. Where? Well, I'll get him on the phone right now. Yeah. We'll yeah. ask him. You know? Someone ask I Nathan. mean, look, he said it to a bunch of people. This isn't Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah but uh, uh, it's different from I mean, saying that quote. and pulling off something on screen. Yeah. He still performs the hell out of what he's asked to do. Absolutely. I agree with that. And so, even JJ and like you made that same point yeah, earlier. Yeah. And, and I actually agree with that point. Yeah. It's, he, 
They told him to do something, and he did it to the best of his ability. Yeah. I, I told you. Agree. JJ yeah. came out and said he saw The Last Jedi and said Mark Hamill deserves a nomination for this. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> That's for you, man. I love it. This That's is great. This is great. great. What else we got? What else we got? <laughs> but yeah, the, I think your point initially, the dirt on the shoulder. Yeah. Just the Jay-Z. I mean, if he did a little like fucking shimmy right, right. there, they'd apologize for cussing. Yeah. We all dropped an F-bomb oh, I, I said F-U earlier. I've, I've tried to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, see you around kid line is is a little perfect little moment. Yeah. Yeah. Stellar. Yeah. Stellar. This yeah. is the kid from Toshi Station saying that line. It's yeah. Stellar. I, I just love that, that he That is a nice growth. He, yeah. he becomes the shepherd in the end of the Jedi Order. Yes. This small kid from a tiny desert planet mm-hmm. is now the last one, the last sentinel. And you're like, oh, it's, it's a hell of an arc. Yeah, because in that moment, too, before he talks to Yoda, yeah. he's like, I'm not going to get involved. Leave me alone. Blah, blah, blah. This he, thing happened with Kylo. Leave yeah, me he doesn't want to see it happen all over yeah. again. And even within that movie, there is the arc change of him going from this, I don't want to be involved again, him looking out at the X-Wing in the water, him making this decision after he has a conversation with Yoda and then when he shows up he is back to being the dude that walked through Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi yeah. and that's awesome to know that he still had that gear inside because you say we all get older but it's like that Toby Keith song I, I, I'm i not as young as I once was but I'm as young once as I ever was and yeah. he certainly was there Yeah, awesome yeah. I love that so where are we now uh, I apparently dropping Toby Keith lyrics. <laughs> That's where we're at, America, son. You just pulled that out of nowhere. Like I know that tone. That's a, so an old chestnut from that guy. I love him. So he was your number two. Uh, Hamill's number yeah. two. Yeah, Hamill's number, number two. two. So our number two. Did we say this already? No, or, we go now to number two. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. no, number three, right? No, no, because no, you already did your number three. Which was? No, oh, we, our number done. three is Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's a yeah. We punted it. So two. So, yeah. Okay. So, right, two. so our number two is Alec Guinness. Oh, so okay. that's your punt from our six. Okay, so Alec Guinness, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. One movie. I set three movies, three my friend. Movies. Three movies, my friend. And Alec Guinness, I don't care if it's even one movie. He was nominated for an, an Oscar for his portrayal of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Go. And Stand I will give him everything because he's so high on this list for me is because of that speech he gives Luke in his hut and the Dune Sea when he tells about the Clone Wars for the dark times, for mm. the rebellion. He talks about the force. There is something so understated about him. And the journey he made as an actor, if we're talking about performances, Alec Guinness as an actor, writing letters to people going, this is nonsense. I don't know what people are saying here. You talk about Mark Hamill then doing what he was required to do for The Last Jedi. He did what he was required to do in A New Hope. He's yeah. looking at these lyrics and writing people going, this is insane. I have no idea what's being said here. Mm-hmm. But yet he walks on set and it just... It goes away, and he is Obi Wan from the very first. Hello there, you. You were just in. You just <coughs> love him to death from that moment. I don't recall never owning a droid, and then this reveal that he was a Jedi Master the whole time, and that he was hiding out, and then this greatest sacrifice. If you strike me down, I should become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Is one of the all-time great performances. Yes, in one movie. That's why he's yeah. so high for me. You know, for me. Um Look, he's high for a bunch of reasons. Number one, he is the impossible foil to Darth Vader, and that's a tough foil to have, mm. you know. And look, that carried on even to, into the prequels. But you, Darth Vader's incredible entrance, mm-hmm. juxtaposed to Obi Wan's incredibly humble entrance, yeah. 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 but yet just as powerful because while Darth Vader is giving context to the dark side, 
uh, um, Alec Guinness gives context to the light side mm-hmm. yeah. and to the force and to understanding what this movie is about. He he's the he's the cipher. Yeah. You know, like when you're watching this movie, his exposition is the cipher of what Star Wars will be about for the next forty years, mm. and he does it like with such great skill. Um, that like when you think about Star Wars and you think about falling in love with Star Wars, that scene where they're in his hut and he's talking mm. to Luke and he's explaining what the Force is in such a gentle way. That's a lot of people's entry point to the whole thing. And yeah. you know, look, this is a guy who had done a ton of movies with um, um, Homie from uh, Bridge on the River Kwai. Oh, yeah, David Lean. David, yeah. David Lean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, it's common parlance when you're speaking of British yeah. actors from the 60s and 70s. What's up, dog? What's yeah, up, yeah. D-Lean? What's also, up, D-Lean? Look, it also uh, factored into my list that this is the only actor in Star Wars that's been uh, honored with an Academy Award mm. nomination. You yeah. know, yeah. Even though I think somebody else on our list should have gotten one for supporting actor. Yeah, uh, no really. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, look, Alec Guinness, man, it's, it's kind of – and then – Forget. Then he dies, yeah. and then he delivers on his promise that he will be more powerful than he could ever be while he was alive, because he's coaching Luke Skywalker in real time on how to destroy this entire empire. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty powerful stuff, in my opinion. Like that voice, use the force, Luke. Yeah, it's like this thing that makes absolutely no sense. But in the context of the movie, it's the most inspirational like call to arms you could ever have, and it's in this completely imaginary world. I don't know. It's it's powerful stuff. It yeah, is. Well, yeah. Right. I just as a kid, he was like the calming, reassuring voice through all this madness, and that's why yeah. I kind of always latched onto him. Yeah, you just that's, that's a great right point. In. Yeah, just the you need someone to show you the way, and he's. You can see the confidence in his acting with all these mm-hmm. other younger actors in the scenes with him, and he's just steady the whole mm-hmm. time, delivering a solid performance. It really grounds this what could be a ridiculous movie, right? Like people, yeah. <laughs> people with telekinesis and whatnot, and like yeah, yeah. they're set in space. Like the outline of it, there's a million bad movies yeah. with roughly something akin to that. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me be the lone voice of dissent a little bit. Yeah, no. that's, that's what this show's all about. Yeah. I think you guys are a little too misty-eyed about seeing the old man and feeling a connection with him. I get that, but there's no, there's no real arc here. He plays the moments really well, but what is? What is his struggle? What is, and that's why Ewan to me uh, deserves to be higher on the list because Ewan f- struggles. Even though we put Gillis out of respect for him at higher on our list, mm-hmm. I think Ewan actually what he goes through is more as Kenobi than sure. what Kenobi does in in New Hope. Yeah. And he's good, obviously. The script you, asks a lot more of you, and you're yeah, you're right, right about yeah. that. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. Well, that's and by I mean, design. So he, I mean, right. he's the old mentor. For the hero's journey in the original New Hope, right. and he well, acts that way. Where's his struggle? Where's his obstacle? Where's his where's his conflict? And there isn't that. And you want to see that. For me to put it higher up on a list, you got to see him overcomes things, or 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 you know, ask questions of himself to find his way out. And you don't mm. have that with Kenobi. Mm. He's just so cool the point. whole time. Yeah. He's so cool the whole time. And so it's like you know, it's like it's like Jim, it's like Bond, James Bond. It's really tough to give an act an acting Oscar to James Bond. He's so cool all the time. It isn't until you give him actual real emotional things to overcome yeah. that he is right. valid. That's that. why that that's why my favorite James Bond movie is the one that was directed by um um uh the Sam Mendes? Sam Mendes. Um, Skyfall? Skyfall. 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 Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. the right. best. Because that's the, the one that's the one where James Bond like really is like yeah. has that little struggle going. Yeah. Yeah. I um to me, look, for me to like, you know, play devil's advocate on Alec Guinness, I think the scene that has the worst pacing 
uh, mm. in A New Hope is when he's running around trying to turn off the shields. Oh, oh yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure. You know, like when you watch that again, you're like, oh, okay, so this is the turn off the shields thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know what you mean, but at the same time, it's like you get to see some of that stealth Jedi stuff that you see in other movies yeah, later yeah, on when they right. have more time to play with it. Thank yeah. you, dude. Because, yeah, when he did the little... And then the stormtrooper was like, "What was that?" You know, that for me as a kid, I was like, "What the, the, the sound, hell did he do?" The sound, yeah, the, design the, design was the sound of, in that. Because soon he does, <laughs> stuck, that stuck with me. Just yeah, that yeah. stupid thing you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, but every yeah, time yeah. it's like, "Oh, that's, that, that is yeah. exactly what a generator would sound <laughs> like." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That size, that's amazing. That's, that's yeah. Ben Burt coming at you right there. Yeah, ben Burt, right. the, the, the genius. Oh, like, Alec Guinness, you know, uh, did he? He he actually won the Oscar for Doctor Shivago. Or br- oh, it's a good maybe. question. Maybe. I think he did. It's funny. I think he did. He, he won for. He definitely won an Oscar. I think it's Doctor Zhivago. It might be. It's a good I... film, by the way. Yeah. Another David Lean, right? Yes. My homie David Lean. Yes. Yeah. Bridge, oh, bridge over work yeah. I feel, Are you dropping a mixtape at the end <laughs> yeah. of this? Just <laughs> called my homie David Lean. Yes. D Lean. Volume one. D Lean. What's up, D Lean? Little Lean. All right. So we we just gave you our two. So our one is Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. The obvious. Yeah. I mean, he has the. You know, come on. The improv scene is arguably one of the best, if not the best, just character scene within all of Star Wars. But the, I know. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just him on the set improv and like, hey, let me do this one yeah. thing. Yeah. And coming up with that and be like, that's the perfect encapsulation of that character. I can't argue with that. Yeah. That smarmy mean, and is, smug till he, the he, fucking he, day he dies. That's, Dang it. I cussed again. That's there. all right. Harrison Ford, yeah. <laughs> if done, you go, I have a great coffee table book, The Making of Empire Strikes Back. Okay. He won Best Actor for Bridge on the River Choir. That's the only Oscars ever won. Okay. There Bridge on the River Choir. So. so I knew it was a David Lean yes, role, yes. but I didn't know. That's D-Lean. That's a, our dog. Yeah. Uh, Harrison D-Lean. Ford, though, I'm with you, and I was talking about this this great making of book. You get the, the transcript of how they came up with that. Okay. It's Harrison Ford knowing the character, mm. knowing – and it's interesting that he knows that character so well that he said, you got to kill me off in Return of the Jedi. Like, I've served my purpose. Mm. And Lucas is like, no, I'm going to keep you around. I just want to have that toy. So I think that, you know, he knows so well. I'm totally with you on that. But if we go just to New Hope and his introduction, well, first of all, Ford first, just owns it. First of all, um, not to – he didn't kill him off just to have the toy. He killed him off because he's supposed to father the next generation sure. of Jedi. Well, he mm. – no, no, no. He didn't – not toys or anything. He didn't want it to be a bummer ending. He wanted it to be light. He well, wanted he knew, it to be. He knew in the trajectory, like the Lucas trajectory, was that oh, you Han think so? yeah. and yes. Leia okay. were going to farther these. You know, these. I other... like that. I mean, I even heard mm. from Lucas that he was saying that he didn't want to kill him because he wanted the heroes to walk off into the sunset. But right. I like your answer better to, okay. to know that he was planning ahead. Look, look it, it, maybe it's, the toys it has something to do with it. Too. It's really not a big. <laughs> it helped. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, surely yeah. helped. <laughs> yeah, I think. Really I think Harrison helped. Ford's performance because. In Return of the Jedi, I felt like Han didn't really have a lot to do character arc-wise. Yeah. The character, he's there to be a badass like he is, to storm Endor and take out the shield generator. But it was Empire that I really just saw just yeah. Harrison Ford becoming mm. Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. You know, the, that to your, <laughs> I know, to everything about the relationship with Leia, on the Falcon, all these different things. Yeah, but yeah. even in Jedi, like... Just running over the hill and seeing everybody the first time. It's yeah. a great little comedic moment that only Harrison can pull off yeah. with a straight face. And then later on when he's got all yeah. the people behind him, just this smug, like, look at this guy. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, Harrison Ford is the peer pressure inside Star Wars, right? Because mm-hmm. if you have Obi-Wan giving you the context of what the Force is, mm-hmm. you have uh, Luke is, is the hero going on the journey. 
Uh, Leia is, is kind of like the strong female character who's like sort of fighting with everybody, you know, to do what's right. Harrison Ford is the one like, well, wait a minute. If that fucking badass is into this world, then I'm into this world because that's, that, that, that's cool. He's he's the voice, yeah, yeah, if he wears the a leather jacket, right. I want to wear the fucking leather jacket, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he – Harrison Ford made Star Wars mainstream in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that performance was so – Awesome. Yep. You're like, that's the coolest friggin' guy in the world. Wherever he's going, I'm going to follow. Yeah. You know? Did he you was get... Fonzie. But yeah. then there's the sequels, or uh, the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just going to ask. You didn't like him in Force Awakens? Because I what, love him in Force me, Awakens. To me, the Force Awakens falls apart the second he shows up. I mean, See, I know. Yeah, you talked wow. about that. For oh, me, it's like really? you have to have him there. He then becomes the Obi-Wan character oh, of in Force Awakens. Of course you have to have him there. Just yeah. the way that, you know, the way that I know it fell apart for you, but I that moment when he says it's true, all of it, yeah. I get yeah. chills Woo. every time because, again, he's the audience. He's the one that's telling you, no, 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 the Force may have been fading away from the consciousness, which was Star Wars after mm-hmm. the prequels, fading away after uh, uh, pop culture. Right. You have Harrison Ford coming in as that audience. Yeah, I'm turning you. Well, no, you're not, you're not turning me. You're actually <laughs> making me upset. Yeah. Well, I would say his audience, to, to even bolster that, in the first ones, he's the skeptic. He's like, yes, kid, I've, yeah, been, right. I've been all around There's this, just arc. like us. Like, what is this force crap? Yeah. Right, right, so yeah. he is the audience once again. So he is what we want, A, to see the film through, and B, mm-hmm. like, we want to embody, because yeah. that's the most attainable. Yeah. Right, right. And you, you want to give Guinness credit for what happens when he comes in and dies in New Hope. You got to give Harrison credit for that scene on the on the catwalk with uh, with Ben. But you mean, mean Force Awakens? This, Force, in Force Awakens, yeah, you have to give him credit. He holds his his face when, and then yeah. he falls off. Oh, right, when God. he's begging him, and look, Harrison doesn't get to play roles like this really often. These moments in those roles, mm-hmm. he rarely gets to play those moments where he is begging someone to come with him. That's really rare. And so to see him play right. as a new color for Harrison Ford as an actor to play, I thought it was brilliant. But, yeah. so when he there, dies, there, yeah. there, there's so much that they didn't earn in that scene, in my opinion. Like that's that's literally right, the first yes. the background. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. That's literally the first scene you have with them together. Mm-hmm. So it's like I I don't know what their relationship is like because right. you because you haven't shown it to me. That's it's a true. fair point, Mark. The, the, you know, the, the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, and like for me, that scene is just super telegraphed. The second like like you yeah. see Chewie, you, like you know mm-hmm. he's never coming back. Yeah, you know. And then for me also like the whole stuff. You know, to your point about the you know it's true all of it. Yeah, okay, everything that happened in the original trilogy is true. Great. What happened in the last 30 years? How come these two kids know more about what happened in the original trilogy than what happened with the New Republic, with the destruction of the Jedi Order, with all this other new stuff that they obviously don't even know exists? Because they didn't write it that way because they were trying to do a friggin' reboot. Yeah, no, I, it's fair. I, I think it goes I, back to, to, to John's point <laughs> earlier about that. I'm still waiting on the backstory of that fallout. Yeah. And we are. And I think yeah. if they get to yeah. that payoff finally, it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. That's why it wasn't earned. You're right. It, it was be, not earned. But yeah, I'll tell yeah. you this. Waiting for the third movie to give me the background, it better be so fucking good. I'm with yeah. you. I'm, I'm with you. It better be so the, fucking good. The spirit of Han is one of those horses. Yeah. It's like the horse at the front. Just charging. He's got a jacket. If they that I'm gonna get the fuck up and walk out. I, yeah, walk out. <laughs> I was on board. The horses is the only thing that throws me off. I'm like, what's yeah. with the horses, guys? <laughs> what's with the horses? Why? Yeah, space horses. I can see a lot of good arguments about having Harrison at one. Okay, yeah. I can Absolutely. see a lot of good arguments because the because that performance in the first three 
is so friggin' good. Right? Yeah. You We're know. all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, also the humor of it. Oh, such yeah. a great Just line. that last one. When he's when, when he to... goes, ooh, shouldn't have said the how are you yeah. part. I love yeah. that so much. Ah. Uh, uh, come on. Yeah. Come on. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Probably he's, don't. He's yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's great. Probably no. Okay. So our number one. Correct. Right. Ian McDiarmid, the emperor. Yes. Oh. Now. This is a thing that uh, we went back and forth quite a bit, and I sure. kind of I had Harrison Ford. I think I may or may not had him choked up against the wall. Saying, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of. I mean, you did so, but what I like about this in our list is that I yeah. knew that we could go into and have a great rousing debate yeah, yeah, about yeah. this because you cannot argue. That Ian McDermott is, if he doesn't work, the ultimate villainy and play that balance between Senator Xi Palpatine and Darth Sidious, those prequels are even worse than people think and remember. Oh, yeah. He is the one that works so well through those three prequels. And then if you get his first introduction, which is uh, Return of the Jedi. Brilliant. He's so good. He, he just the shows second he up, walks off that Lambda shuttle, you've like, done well, Lord yeah. Vader. And now I sense you wish to continue like, your you know, search for young mistaken Skywalker. about a great many things, and exactly. he's like the one that like like manipulating. Lo- I mean, he, he's only got a very small role in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, this is for the prequels. Yeah. He's so good the way he balances out everything, and then can just go full evil. It's like then it's treason, and just pulls yeah, the lightsaber like Sam, out. Sam Jackson has this amazing anecdote that when he went to the premiere of uh, Phantom Menace. He didn't realize that Ian McDermott was playing both roles. <laughs> really? I, yeah. yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. He, he told that yeah, to me, and I was like, realize. wow. Yeah, look this up online. It's great. He's got a great like, like little story about it that he goes up to Ian McDermott. He's like, you son of a bitch. You should have told me. Like, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I thought everybody knew. And he's like, no, I, I had no idea that you were the same guy. That's like, I've seen Return of the Jedi a thousand times. I had no idea that it was you were wow. the emperor in yeah. that movie. Wow. I mean, the guy disappears into that role. He's he absolutely does. incredible. Well, to be, fair, to be fair, there was a first emperor, right, in the second one? or first, Yeah, in Empire, and then they Empire, recast. Then they, then they yeah, redid yeah. it. And yeah. I will tell you this. This is my honest truth about Return of the Jedi. It's a fine film. It's a good film. Absolutely. Mm. If he's not in it, yeah. It has nowhere near the depth and complexity oh, that you need. Uh, and he's the, my favorite part of the movie. He's my yeah. favorite That's... part. Because he challenges everyone around Where him. Where do you guys yeah. have him on but, the list? Uh, four or five, I think. Uh, no, I think it was a lot. Because I had him on my personal as number two. Nice. Okay. We have him at three. 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 He takes what is his acting style yeah. in Jedi... The only way I can describe this is like it's topsy turvydom. It is this over the top. I'm playing to a 2,000 seat theater without a microphone, and yes. I have to create something that's Great. larger than life, which Lucas can't do. Every once again, like Darth Maul almost made my list. It was number mm. 11. I literally wrote to 11. Wow, because, Darth Maul. Wow, because he's so impactful that. without he saying is. anything. He is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes look, making someone the devil works mm, if yeah. they're the devil. Yeah, right, right, right. So, Ian. Uh, uh, Ian was it just that over the top representation to me is like okay if you're going to make a living embodiment of the devil this is gorgeous yeah. this yeah. is perfect I yeah. believe his malevolence and the hatred that he just so wants to find in everyone else because yeah. he's so corrupted it's a disgusting individual and he's this shriveled up prune of a man who has you know the lightning bolt shooting out of his hands yeah 
And look, yeah, he's coming back. He's coming back for the Rise of Skywalker, right? Like we think. So now we heard. Uh-huh. We we don't know how he's gonna. I mean, we yes, he I came mean, out on stage. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've heard the voiceovers from the the trailers, but. How is he going to be back? Is and how heavy will they guess. lean on him? Right. Yeah. Look, well, my it, teaser. Yeah. He dies in the first five minutes. How about that? No. Again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was like, again? why all the hype? Yeah. He climbs no, out of the, the. He finally climbs I'm out. Of how did? Yeah. How did he? I mean, there's some supplemental material, legend material that he force jumped into a, a clone of him, which was my favorite. Uh, Dark Empire uh, graphic novel mm. series. They could do that. I'm hoping Got maybe it. it's something like that. <laughs> I hope they have a better term. Yeah. What's that? And force jumped? For whatever it is. Yeah. Force, <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. But look, we all think. Look, I, I forced thought, like portal. Yeah. Exactly. Just. <laughs> This I, little shriveled soul. It's like the Voldemort thing at the yeah. end of Deathly Hallows. Yes, perfect. Hallows. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. For, is... Ian, for Ian McDermott, I, I, I cannot stop talking about it until I bring up the scene the where I think he just kills it, and mm-hmm. that's the opera scene. The do- the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Darth yeah. Plagueis, the, the, the yeah, tragedy yeah. of yeah. Darth Plagueis, the The whole the seduction of Anakin Skywalker at yeah. the opera scene, not from a Jedi. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. where he kind of drops it on him. And like, he, like the way he... Tweaks his voice from me. Oh, hey, Anakin! To like, not from a Jedi. You know, it's just not like, from. And, and like, a when you Jedi. first see him, and he's like, oh, what do we do with like, you know, like uh, in Phantom Menace, you know, eliminate them, you know, all yeah, of them. All of them. Yeah. You know, he's just like, he is an incredible bad guy. Yeah. And if Star Wars is all about its bad guys, it's got no better bad guy than Ian McDermott. And it's really. Because it's like you're right. It's a shriveled up old man. Yeah, you know, and it's it's the intonation of the voice, the delivery of those lines that yep. really make you believe in the dark side. Yeah. Um, so he's you. our number one. That's a great point. That's so a great point. Here we go. There's our list. Hey, well, Boys, yeah. take over. We got to come up with our list now. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So you, how does this part work? All right. Yeah. So you had Ford at three, correct? I'm sorry. Harrison Ford. Uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford at number yeah, three. three. Actually, uh, Mark, will you give me that and a piece and your pen? Yeah, and, and I'll I'll do the thing. Okay, so all right. So, so it's a one three versus one three out the yeah, gate. Yeah. All right, we got to flip a coin. So Harrison, or right. Should it be Ian McDermott or Harrison Ford? It should be Harrison Ford. Right, right, right of course. That's what we contend. I. So we're already. I want I. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, are you going to Harrison? No, Harrison Ford. It would be number one for me. Oh, yeah. That's three so, to one. All right, so. We don't even need the coin now, Matt. This yeah. is three to one. I it's going to come up anyway. Oh, so fair enough. It's three yeah. to one. I got outvoted. So Harrison Ford, number one. Okay. I got outvoted. Then, so then McDermott automatically drops to number two. Okay. Correct. Right? All yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So then you have him. Okay with that? I mean, look, Harrison Ford's acting in Star Wars is incredible. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, I mean, like, it's I, hard I like, to argue that. I know? like a so comment like, that we all made is that he is the audience. He is the window into this world. He's the one making sense of it for yeah. us. And if that character doesn't pull it off, then we're not a part of that. Otherwise, you got a Wookiee, two droids, yeah. an old man with the Force, and the young kid that wants to believe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who, who am I supposed to side with here? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. All right. So, so all right. okay. So Harrison Ford won, Ian McDermott, too. Yeah. Where do you have Hamill? You had him at... Well, Alec Guinness is next on their list at two. Yeah, we have a two so, six. So where do they have Hamill? Uh, we have we have Hamill at two. They have yeah. Hamill at five. I want him higher. Two six versus. <laughs> Let's let the five. process play out. <laughs> Alec Guinness, we have at six. Yeah, so it's two five versus two six. So that means two uh, five wins. Hamill wins. Yeah, Mark Hamill wins. Hamill wins All by right. one slot. One Guinness nice. is after that. 
And then Guinness. Yeah. All right. All right. See, this is where it's their magic works. Yeah, yeah. You're very you're Well, you've very just smart. done this so many times. It's like, all right, we we'll go through. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There will be fights later on. Yeah, very smart to bring the top ten boys back. All right. Here's, here's, here's where an interesting situation happens because Frank Oz is not on our list, but it is no, on their is. list. Number eight. Is it number eight? Yeah. Uh, right, and you and McGregor is our four, they're what? Your McGregor is our four, they're nine. That means Frank Oz would win that match. Wow. Frank Oz over Ewan McGregor. Yep. Yes. Frank Oz, then Ewan. I don't feel good. <laughs> I'll <laughs> take it. Yeah, I'll right. take it. Come on, it's freaking Yoda. It's Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, it's if he made it this long without getting sick, yeah, I think so you can make it <laughs> to the end. Fair enough. It's funny, my stomach actually feels a little better now. Yeah. You got, got it all out. Yeah. Yeah. You got it all out. Perry after movie talk. like, my leg doesn't hurt. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, all right, so. Then Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor next. Yep. Okay. I like that. That's at six. This is a good list happening here. All right. Hold on, but is that accurate? Ewan McGregor jumps jumps to six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because of because the next we, highest commonality. Right. Okay, got it. Because we have him higher, it moves him up higher. We got Fisher at five. Uh, they have James Earl Jones at six. That's our seven. Which is Fisher? Fisher is five. Their Fisher is at eight. So it's five eight six seven. Five eight. Yeah. Five no, eight. I, does it? I feel because like five it's... beats six, and do you care then that seven beats eight? That's the way we want to do it. I feel like so five six wins. seven is higher. But five drops at one. Think about it. If it was, if it was two five versus three four, which one would you take? Two five versus three four. Three four. Really? Uh, the way it's on our show yeah, because the for five years is because, below. Yeah, but which, which, which matchup worst, do you care more about? Worst two or three performers in Star Wars. Okay. Oh, two. Right. worst so acting performance. Yeah. Yeah. Single worst, worst acting. The way we've always done it is yeah. two would win. It could be the two no three matchup small means more to us because they're higher ranked. So what do we put? Uh, so it would be Fisher. Okay, Carrie Fisher? Yeah. It's the guy uh, It's the guy that asks Leia and, uh, two fighters and against James a Star Jones, Destroyer. Over. God it's damn. that guy. You know, for God me, damn, it's the two announcers and the podcast. That's one, that's yeah. one of them. <laughs> All right. Number nine? We don't have anything until nine and ten. We have Adam Driver and Common, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we we have James. Oh, so we have Frank Oz. So oh, is everybody on? Or Ford? So Adam Driver has to be next. Driver's next? Yeah. Because we have him at ten. And they uh, have correct. him at seven, right? That's our last commonality. All right. And then you got, what, Ben Mendelsohn, and we got Daisy Ridley. Yeah. They have everything else, right? Ewan McGregor, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, James Earl Jones, Mark Hamill. I'm willing yeah. to give it to Daisy over Ben. I am, too. Wow, really? Because I would vote with you guys. Remember yeah, that from the beginning I, of the show? I, I would personally. Oh, you guys would vote I would now flip and you know how you lost that vote earlier? I would join your ranks. All right, so Ben Mendelsohn. I mean, Ben Mendelsohn is like, we came so close. I'm with Daisy. Are you with Daisy? Because then we flip. Let's flip. All right, I, let's I would flip. Let's flip. I would want right, to put Daisy on there. Daisy like is it. a lady shit. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Host, I'll give you a choice. Do you want to be Superman or Batman? The Qui-Gon. No, well, I'm going to so do the, the Qui-Gon this, on this one. <laughs> It's Superman. I'm going to do the Qui-Gon okay. on this one. I'm Superman. I'm doing this. I don't see what side is up. Okay. Because that does a, a somewhat an unduly influence the outcome. Sure, no, sure. Let it hit the ground. It's Batman. It's Batman. So that means? Ben, ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. All right. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. All right. We were so close. Boom. He was on our list. So <laughs> yeah, I've I never, we've never done that. Game the system against, uh, yeah, yeah. against yeah. ourselves. <laughs> yes. You're a, uh, you know what? You're a faithless fool. All right. This right. is more complete to me. So, okay. So right. now we just. We, now we read our list. Right. The definitive top ten Correct. performances right, so. from the Star Wars movies. All right. Best performances. Your uh, choice. We can bang and you guys read. Uh, you can bang and we can read. How about I think it's your show. You guys read. Okay. You, guys bang. you bang. Right. You bang. We the, read. The top ten acting performances. Yeah. And number ten. Ben Mendelsohn. 
At number nine, Ewan McGregor. No, sorry. Oh, good. Yeah, I was reading my own list. So okay. Start over. <laughs> Start over. Here we go. Oh, yeah, now I have to do this. There. Yeah, there we Fold go. Fold it over, Obi-Wan. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Braille, Don't too, worry. Like I went to college. You ready? At number nine, Adam Driver. Uh, look at this. We got me. We actually got it here. Okay. At number eight. Oh, 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 are you playing? Are you playing? No, no, no. Yeah, Cody's playing. Cody's playing the actual drums. Okay, so pick it up again. At number seven, Carrie Fisher. Well, we skipped James Earl Jones at number eight. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hold on. Dude, this right. is a disaster. Let's start over again. Cody, Cody like, we'll start over again, all right? Start over again, please. 10, 9, okay. 8, 7, yeah. Let's six, do five, this. Four. Now yeah. we got, okay. we got well, everybody. Do you in. want in on the numbers? Because then we just go 10, 9, 8, and we just do that the That seems flow more confusing. No, no, no. You guys do it. You guys, okay. right. you guys all right. do it. All right, Cody. We're starting all over again. The top 10 acting performances in Star Wars. Yeah. At number 10, Ben Mendelsohn. At number nine, Adam Driver. Coming in the eighth spot, James Earl Jones and David Prowse. Number seven, Carrie Fisher. Rounding out our bottom five at number six, Ewan McGregor. Starting at top five at number five, Frank Oz. In the quattro, Alec Guinness. Number three, Mark Hamill. Our penultimate choice, number two, Ian McDiarmid. And the number one Star Wars acting performance is Harrison Ford. Hey-o. 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 There you go. Just like George fun. Lucas intended. Yes, that's right. Well, that, that is a great debate, a great discussion. The top ten guys, John Roca, Matt Nose, thank you so much for joining us thank here. Thank you. Please, on Ruler 2, this Order 66 or Episode 66. Where can the people find you, please? Oh, you can find him at Matt Nost. <laughs> and you can find him at the Roca Center. <laughs> <laughs> nice, listen. we got a vaudeville act coming yeah. up uh, next week's show. It's yeah. going to be great. I love you that. You can listen to our show on, uh, on all the podcast platforms, but you listen to it on the Collider Live podcast feed. And, of course, watch the video as well on the Collider Live uh, YouTube feed or on yes. the main Collider YouTube feed as well. We're going to try to break through all those different places there now. Or and, you, yeah, and For those that are new to the show, hey, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or join the Facebook uh, group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the top 10 show, all spelled out. But we'd like to interact with you. We've got a nice, healthy, thriving community. We hope yeah. to, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. meld yeah. ours into yours and yeah, yours yeah. and vice versa back into ours. About. This is what a crossover episode is all about. Yeah. I yep. love this show. Go check out their show. Absolutely. Um, if you just, if it's the first time you guys are watching it, it's like this literally every episode. It gets engaging and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And they debate each other versus both of them ganging up on us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I sided with you in the end. <laughs> yeah. Is that how quickly you turned on me, you son of a. No <laughs> wonder <laughs> the, the <laughs> Emperor is your favorite. I was going to say, what Back to the dark side. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and go check them out, and uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Rule of Two Army representing. This is episode 66 of Rule of Two, dropping every Monday and on Clutter. Jedi Council's Podcast One feed. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Rise. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. 
brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.